Welcome to Geek Nerd Tech on Black Hollywood Live. Today, Bitcoin, Bitcoin's prices soar, Facebook adds an order food option, and Twitter's co-founder apologizes for helping electing Trump. Let's go. You are tuned in to Black Hollywood Live's Geek Nerd Tech. Name that song. Go. Oh. Uh, name the artist. Go. Oh, Heavy D. All right, I'm about to say, bro. <laughs> Come on. It's a hook. It's a Come minute. on, it's a man. Minute. It's a minute. Heavy D's birthday today, man. Oh, it is Heavy man. D. Okay. Shout you, out to Hev. You would have been 50 today. Oh, wow, man. I, I, I was actually lucky enough to see Heavy at his, at his one of his last performances. Oh, that's fresh. You got to and, see Heavy. Uh, yeah. That was one of his last performances. It was at the Palladium. Heavy dancing? Uh, he was he wasn't feeling too well, so oh, he wasn't man. really up there. He just did He did like a couple. He did a couple bars. He didn't really get a chance to do the dancing because I I didn't, I didn't know he was sick at the time, mm-hmm. and now it's like put it all in perspective. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, um, I'm also friends with his with his ex. His ex is uh, from a good friend of mine. So. That's what's up. Um, anyway, Heavy D, happy birthday, Heavy D. Um, I mean, one of the last great. Heavy rappers. That's <laughs> <laughs> back in the day when they had like a rapper for everything. There was exactly. the fat, ha- the fat boys, the exactly. skinny boys, the funny boys. You know, whatever. Everybody exactly. was a rapper for everything. Now but, it's just. But Heavy Dean, aside him being a rapper producer, but just him being a businessman, like he put a lot of people on. Yeah. Puffy, like sure. a lot of people, like he helped orchestrate their whole movement, which is sure. created a culture. You know, what it was I'm Uptown. Saying? Wait, it was Uptown? Yeah, 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 yeah Uptown. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So. um Andre Harrell. Andre, yeah. You know? uh, back in who back in my day. It's my I, day too, brother. I, I, I mean, no, I'm not talking about Andre Harrell. Back, back in my day, oh. you used to rap. Oh, okay. Uh, there used to be yeah, that called, was your day. For they, sure. they were a group called Jekyll and Hyde. Yeah, I remember, I remember them. Jekyll and Hyde. Like back in the uh, they wore suits. <laughs> yep. Jekyll and Hyde, they were sorry. <laughs> they were. I mean, he should stick to business. I'm glad, I'm glad he got out. Right, right, Kept right. the suit. But, uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> stop Put down the mic because <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I can't remember which one he was. He must have been high because Pharrell. <laughs> I wonder what happened to Jekyll. Hide them skills. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, man. So, um, uh, how was your did you, did you, anything at the top of mind? How was your week? Anything? Anything uh, you talk about? No, man. Straight, bro. Um, I'm just barely catching up to my uh, popular culture consumption. Okay. So I'm a, I'm a little late on stuff, but I just saw Guardians. I thought it was great. Oh yeah. Um, probably gonna see Aliens. Uh, um, yes, but yeah, I mean things things are good, man. Uh, I'm I'm looking forward to what's what the summer's going to be like in terms of movies and just television properties. Uh, I think it'll be fresh. What about well, you? Uh, I have just really uh, Game of Thrones trailer dropped today, exactly. which I'm very excited about. Yeah. It's like those trailers are like some of the best. In the, every time those Game of Thrones trailers drop, oh yeah, it's a it's a moment. It's a it's moment. A moment. That, that's a real, that's really something to be said about a TV show having a trailer. That drops that that gets as much like internet buzz and explosion as a movie trailer. It's not just a TV show. Uh-oh. You can't define it as a TV show. I mean, what we talk about like just culturally or just culturally? It's 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 an enterprise. It's events. Yeah. It's 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 licensing. It's other forms of content. Like I it's... mean, well, HBO has four spinoffs coming. So like it's a franchise, they're gonna CSI the, the, yeah. the shit out of that one. Law and Order it. Dragon's gonna have a show. <laughs> Everybody's gonna have a show. I don't know what, know what the spinoffs are gonna oh, be. That's but, hilarious. Be <laughs> but I, you know, get 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 the. Uh, well, they're already getting the money HBO because right. they, they already got the subscribers. So exactly. they're gonna. Um, 
I wonder if I'm, I'm digressing slightly. We'll get into this because we, we have a lot of things to talk about. But I do, I do, I wonder if if part of the equation is losing subscribers, losing those subs. Part of the equation, in, in terms of if you're HBO or Netflix, I mean, you want to keep your subscriber and keep gaining. But oh yeah, people people drop off too, right? I mean, people I, drop I, off. I would I would assume so for like for, if, if for, the content's whack, people are like why don't I have HBO? Yeah, but I don't think I don't think the content is whack. HBO's been pretty consistent, you know. I mean, they, yeah. they, I mean, they have whack enterprises. Don't get me wrong. There's yeah. some shows that are terrible, in yeah. my opinion. But, yeah. but you, you know, you're gonna get that one good one that's gonna sustain you. Yeah. So, I, I would think that if a subscriber drop, it would be for a reason that was beyond their control, like a financial reason, yeah. not not like a oh this this shit is whack. I do like uh, one, one thing I'll say about this. I do like how these premium cable channels are really taking the movie approach to some of these things, meaning. They don't have to feel the pressure to drop something the following year. They can drop when it's ready, a la Westworld. Yeah, Westworld is like they're not taking, they're not taking, the, they're not pressuring and rushing the process and rushing the effects and rushing everybody to get a Westworld out the following year because of advertisers need to because it, you know it's the fall season. Mm-hmm. They're like it's a, like like a movie. Let's get right. it right. Yeah. It'll be released when it's released. It's like well, sort of. I, I I slightly disagree with that because mm-hmm. a lot of these a lot of the subscribe a lot of the uh, the platforms still want to be up for awards every sure. year. That's so. I mean, I think there point. is still some type of uh, urgency to be able to get the content out. Yeah, that's true. I mean, because what what property has skipped a year? I don't know of one. Oh, a lot. Of well, Netflix wise, maybe oh, HBO, Netflix. but I, I don't know of Netflix like their their strong property that skipped the year. Yeah, um, maybe maybe House of Cards did it. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I'll have to check right. that. Yeah, check it. I feel I feel like some of some of them are on like eighteen month cycles. Like Stranger Things is not going to be that, that. That's coming out October, it's, right? But that won't be. That'll be a little longer than a year, right? Maybe it feels yeah. like it feels Maybe. like that, but I don't know. I don't. I gotta check that, that one. But, I, but I'm thinking like along the lines of like Mad, the Mad Men. I remember right. that was like in uh, Sopranos. Sopranos did that. Like they were gone forever. It's like the UK model. UK will do a season and then like three years later, season two, bring it back, and then then then, then a year later do a Christmas special and, it's, and the whole it's over. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you never hear anything from it again. So anyway, uh, I want to switch gears to talk about. Um, the Ariana Grande concert in in the UK is a huge explosion at the uh, what we Manchester. now know is a uh, yeah in Manchester, which we now know is a terrorist uh, attack situation. Twenty two year old suicide bomber, uh, horrible. Like I mean, you know, all the social that came out of that was both horrible and uplifting at the same time. Um, but there was something that happened. Facebook had uh, has a safety check fa- safety check f- feature, right? And uh, it like sends a message to all the users in the area, saying there's immediate danger. They can allow, they can um, notify friends and family. And they talked about this stuff, and it was it was put in place to, for like mass shootings and disasters and hurricanes. And, hurricanes, yeah. and it, it it worked. It worked. So that's, that's such, I mean that's pretty good on good on Facebook, right? One hundred percent. First, I think it's terrible what happened. You yeah. Know, innocent innocent lives lost especially children i think that's really deplorable and painful but i think that this is a a, a great instance of where facebook is actually um its innovations and technologies actually you know helping to you know bring 
uh, calm and clarity to to people's lives. And I think that what's dope about it is when they first created it, it was it was an automation thing that was done on Facebook side where they would be able to pinpoint the the natural disaster or whatever. But now it's user generated. So based on keywords, like if something's happening, explosion or whatever the keyword is, Facebook's able to hone in on that, grasp on it, and then amplify it out. And then you're able to check to see if your loved one is cool or whatever. I think that's a great feature. It is a great feature. I think it's a great feature. Again, it's like we wonder a lot about like the the intrusion, the the sort of like the tentacles of Facebook reaching into our lives. But then the the flip side of that is we're able when a tragedy strikes, this 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 is able to happen. Exactly. uh, I thought thought that's fantastic. Um, Of course, they're gonna wrap it up, but yeah, I just as they should. Uh, well, on that, on that, uh, I, just the last thing I want to say about this the Ariana Grande thing is, uh, as it relates to social media, there's that one dude I can't remember, I can't remember his name, but who tweeted out immediately after the explosion a bunch of like I think he said something like Ariana Grande I thought that was a a coffee drink and he's like when uh, when I heard her music I almost died too. Dang. Yeah, he said that. You don't know? Yeah, no. It's, it was a uh, he's a uh, Boston. He's a Boston local oh, news wow. guy. What happened? Wow. He, yeah, so I saw when when he tweeted it out. That's pretty. Insensitive. And it was a real time. It was, it was actually it was actually right when it happened. Oh, and yeah. so he, he's gonna lose his job. Probably. Oh, he's got to be gone by yeah. now. But like, it was a weird thing because everyone just destroyed him because it was oh. like, dude, well, like you're people tripping, that, bro. It was before people you you knew how many people you know what happened, how many people were out. Oh, it's this guy, it David Levitt. David oh, yeah, Levitt, you're out of here. Yeah. This, <laughs> He gotta get him up out of there. What were you thinking? He's just, he, look, he looks like a smirky Boston dude too, but uh, mm. but yeah, immediately. But it, well, it, it was early, but it was too early for him even he, he didn't even comment like that. That's stupid because he knew that people had died. Then, then, then when it finally came out that like nineteen to twenty two people were uh, died, I don't care if one person died. exactly. It's ridiculous to though. make that comment. He, like, he and then when when it, when it came out that. Uh, all those people died. He he was like, oh, oh, oh I didn't realize so don't many people to, died. Don't try to walk this back, bro. It was it was a will situation. This half ass. was like, uh, thoughts and prayers, bro. <laughs> it was like so half ass. You know, I just I just in case they get, get him out of there and yeah, and let's get get, get to sure talk my son out of there. Uh, but yeah, he's anyway. Let's get him out of there. Anyway, speak. Uh, so moving on, talk, keep saying with Facebook. Got a couple more Facebook stories. Facebook is about to shake up the game. It seems like when every time it's all the time. Whenever there's a hot app, Facebook looks at it, watches oh, yeah. it, studies oh, yeah. it, sure do. Tries to like in in the, in their Facebook incubation lab. Yep. Like probably test it. Yep. And then comes out with it. And this time they're coming after, I mean, uh, they're coming after everybody. They're coming after uh, Uber. They're coming after um, what's uh, Postmates. Uh-huh. They have an order food option. Grubhub. Yeah, Grubhub, uh-huh. Postmates, because they have an order food option. They, they, again, it's about like you always say, they want to try to keep you on Facebook. They want to keep you on Facebook, man, keep you in the ecosystem. And the fact that you could be on there doing, playing games, uh, posting pictures, getting news, um now you can order food and have it delivered to you while you're still on Facebook. Like, I mean, they they are literally yeah. trying to be in every category, every space, and be able to hold our attention. And the fact that they're able to, they theoretically, they're able to do it better than these other apps that have been doing it for a number of years now. Right. I think that'll be pretty phenomenal. And cheaper. Yeah. I, I read that it would be cheaper, more, more cost efficient. And like, what, two clicks and foods at your door? Yeah. Man, if, if this works and if they have like a, a variety of options, like that would be pretty fresh, man. Yeah, I agree. 
I agree. So I don't. I mean, um, I'm not on Facebook enough. <laughs> I'm trying to. I mean, to but Facebook. do you do you use Postmates and Grubhub like I that? I do. I use oh, Postmates yeah. like that. Yeah, and I use I use Grubhub in inadvertently because a couple of places that I like to that I like 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 Trejo's Tacos, they have what they've done is Trejo has an app. So you want to go to the Trejo's app and you order from the Trejo's app. It's powered by Grubhub, right? So that so they a lot a lot of places have that now. So right. come check out our app. It's a really smart way of Grubhub to go to the actual restaurants and be like, let us power your app, exactly, as opposed to going to going to uh, Postmates. Of course. So um, so yeah, I like that. So you can order directly from them. You're still paying a fee. It is faster. You know, then grub, then grub, then then uh, Postmates, which usually takes forever. Forever, and post to me, Postmates is way more expensive. Yeah, I mean, Postmates well, is at, a at lot least of based light. on the area that you're in too, because where I live, like there's not as many drivers or whatever. Oh, yeah. So, like the, the prices are super high. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Well, people also people be like, I mean, like I just I've been around people, people Postmates like shit from. I love this place in Seal Beach. <laughs> right. I love the tacos down in you know in Long Beach. That's stupid. You know, it, it is ridiculous. I'm gonna get some it's cold stupid. ass tacos by the time they get to me. It's, it's no, thank stupid. you. Stupid. But people do it all the time, all the time. Anyway, uh, all right. So that's that. Uh, Facebook. On the flip side of that, Facebook is about to pay 122 million dollars, 222 million dollars in fines. Couple to pennies. You couple pennies. Couch cushion money. <laughs> like that's that's us in the seat next to the lint and the couch cushion. Basically, um, it's, 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 it, they uh, play to the European Union, the EU. Um, it's basically this whole thing like they're giving misleading information uh, when when they're vetting a deal to uh, to acquire WhatsApp in 2014. WhatsApp is very huge in in Europe, huge in Europe, and this is how like I mean most of India actually India uses WhatsApp, UK uses WhatsApp. Yep. So again, Facebook is like, what's up, <laughs> WhatsApp? But uh, I guess they did some dirty pool. Yeah, it was, they weren't they weren't supposed to be the well they they said they guaranteed that they wouldn't be sharing information people's information from WhatsApp to Facebook and that was that found out to be you know untrue and so they were obviously siphoning and mining that information and utilizing it for Facebook purposes and so that's what that fine is for and then I mean to your point like that well, that's what makes you think of this big behemoth of Facebook like okay are you really for the people or are you really trying to implement positive change positive disruption or are yeah. you just selfishly greedy greedy and trying to like get our information to be able to make as much ad revenue as possible. And in this case, like that, it looks like that's what they were doing that for. So, yeah, I mean, but, but for their, for their, uh, uh, their, uh, mistakes and misgivings, they are, um, getting paid. They're paying $120 million, which is nothing. Yeah. Like I that. mean, like for somebody else, that would be <laughs> that would be a huge, a huge Man. fine. For them, it's like, all right, cool. Like, what Who do we cut the check to? <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's that's easy. Like, right. yeah, Zuckerberg cut, cut it out. It's personal. Exactly. He's got that. Yeah. Anyway. All right. So that's that. Uh, I want to go. We want to talk about. We've been talking about the whole the Trump administration in a lot of ways, and and, and, and there's a lot of things that the Trump administration is doing that is so dangerous and and, and, and crazy. But uh, we've also, and as relates to us on the show, that we're talking about. You know, uh, you know, he put in this new head of the FCC, and they're 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 like they're rolling back net neutrality, net neutrality uh-huh. protections. Uh, all the stuff that Obama put into place, they're rolling it back, uh, and they're 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 coming at it. And people are still quite not understanding how this affects them. So people like John Oliver and other people have been like really, and, and maybe even us, really banging the drum, and this is bad. But people seem to not care until it affects them. But gotta, I don't know. Yeah, you got to ramp up the information, and I love the fact that John Oliver took it as a personal 
um, cause to be able to raise that awareness. But I mean, there's people outside of the FCC protesting. There's over a million signatures to try to get it to, to try to sway the vote. Um, and I think at the end of the day, I mean, at the end of the day, there will be more protests if they continue through with it. You know, I, I, I just don't see that it would be. I don't see that the people would stand for that. I mean, because because of our dependency to the internet and our our, our devices, the technologies, right. like people want and need the information, yep. and so we shouldn't be penalized or punished because of our economic status or because of where we live or in any of that. It should be fair and equal for all. Point blank, period. And I think there will be a lot of people that will be vocal about that if it if it proceeds further. You right. know. Yeah, I, I, I yeah, I, I, I agree with all that, and I don't. I just, it's just, you know, it's just, it's an information. I, the irony is, is like, we need information about how we are disseminating and sharing information about the information we're going to be getting. And it's like, I don't know, man. It's, it's, it's really so disheartening to a certain degree that, you know, us as a society just just don't care enough and allow all, continually allow all this stuff to happen. Mm-hmm. But hopefully that we, you know, I, you know, hopefully we, we if we take back the house, in 2018, um, we can get some 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 other. We we start you know making some changes. Here, this is this is this is somewhat disturbing. Um, speaking of that, Evan Williams, uh, CEO of Twitter, has spoken out finally about what he ve- what he views and acknowledges as maybe his part in elected electing Donald Trump. And in what's kind of an unprecedented move from a CEO, he's apologizing. He's like, yeah, that's a big statement. Yeah, like I mean, you know, like. You know, you never. I mean, Zuckerberg didn't apologize. Like, you know, and a lot of these CEOs of these, uh, a lot of these Silicon Valley guys are, you know, have, have, are, are left leaning guys, mm-hmm. um, but they're still businessmen as well. So they're kind of straddling that line. But they, you know, but Evans like straight up like, look, Twitter is Trump's. That's that's his. That's his like spot. Yeah, that was his platform of choice. <laughs> that's you his know? platform. I mean, he he utilized that platform brilliantly to his advantage, and I mean, sad to say, like yeah, he is he has he does have some responsibility. Yeah, I mean, but what is he supposed it, to do though? Exactly, like, Obama Trump? Obama used it as well. Yeah, you know? so I mean, I get it, but I love the fact that he is is cur- courageous enough to be vocal and say that because I mean, it clearly delineates him from Trump's values, right? Um, and whatever he stands for, whatever he, whatever he's trying to implement politically, like uh, he wants to create distance. And so I, I love the fact that he had the balls to do that. Yeah. So, I mean, props to him. I don't know what he can do moving forward. I don't even know if tr- his Twitter is going to be around. Um, It'll be around. Moving forward. But It'll be around. We'll see. Uh, Bitcoin, um, is his prices are soaring under President Trump, and there's a lot of speculation as to why that would, would could be. But uh, they're, they're above $2,000 this weekend when, you know, and, on, and then now they're up to 2100 in trading-wise, and they're up 125%, and people think it has to do with President Trump. Um, it's a lot to do with, I mean, it's a lot to do with the... the, the uh, what I imagine is the uh, what people predict is the destabilization of yeah. our economy and, our, exactly. and everything else. So. The stability of markets. Like if, yeah. you, if you see that because of the political turmoil that this country is in and, and the relational quality being diminished because of Trump and his his vocal stances like that, that that could create an avalanche effect with the with the markets. And so, hey, I will invest my money in something that's more stable and less regulated. And that's why you see it increasing because it's becoming more valuable. If you can see signs that the traditional system is becoming weakened, right. you know, so, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know. We'll see. I, it's really a scary. It's, it's a scary time if, if the financial markets have collapsed and Bitcoin 
has Ooh. risen. <laughs> yeah, it's another. I only have one Bitcoin, just one, I don't uh, like half of one. Uh, <laughs> zero. <laughs> it zero broke. Point. It broke in half. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just trying to get my like my, my stuff together, my cake up, and now it's just, money ain't no good. Right. <laughs> I gotta get some Bitcoin. Get some Bitcoin. I have a bat coin. I have a bat coin. <laughs> <A> bat coin. <laughs> um, uh, Uber is still in a lot of trouble, man. Uber is still kind of going through some. Some some growing pains and, and, and some PR pains. Uh, you know the the driverless car experiment was something that was trumpeted and people were going to do do it all over the place. And Pittsburgh was trumpeted. one of the main <laughs> trumpeted. Right. Uh, Pittsburgh was one of the main cities that were going to like um, you know get with the whole program. Uh, you know their their mayor uh, uh, Bill P- Peduto was he said, "Listen, man, you, you can either." Roll out the red carpet or roll out the red tape. And Ooh. Pittsburgh's rolling out the red carpet. We're not going to stop progress. Nine months later, he's like, yeah, man, I don't know. Uber's kind of crazy. <laughs> so, uh, and basically, he's really just kind of like, I mean, it's just really, it's mostly the association with oh, Uber yeah. and the CEO of Uber. And, 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 and you don't want to be as a mayor of Pittsburgh cozying up to yeah, the company. You don't want that on your problems. resume. You don't want that on your resume at all. So... But I mean, no. I mean, I, I get it from that perspective, just perception-wise. Like, you don't want to be in, in the midst of bad company. And Uber, Travis, CEO, like, I mean, like you said, there's been, you know, like a domino effect of just issues. Um, but I think even, like, more, inf- like, with infrastructure, like, I think it's figuring out with uh, autonomous vehicles what happens, like, with, uh, with like, their, their streams of income as a city. And so I read in that article that 14% of their income ca- came, comes from parking. Yeah. So people driving and parking. So, yeah. like, if you have a city that's filled with autonomous vehicles, what happens to that, that revenue stream? Yeah, these are the things that people really haven't really thought about, uh, thought out when you start thinking about all of the... The, the, the ripple effect of having these cars because there's like you said there's so many revenue streams and Lord knows they got all they get a lot of my money in the parking so. man I, I mean I I didn't I I maybe out of ignorance or just not really knowing how how cities are planned but 14% of the city's revenue comes from parking of a, yeah. of a major city that's incredible yeah I mean and and that's why the meters are everywhere. That's why, that's the why they are ticket us. And, and that's why they ticket you too. Because <laughs> if they don't get you by by charging you a dollar an hour, two dollars an hour Man. to park, you know, um, they'll get you by <laughs> seventy you seventy dollar tickets. So it's it's, it's a great revenue. Uh, so it's revenue for the city, and then they, they don't want to take that away by having people Uber around. So unless uh, the city can get cut in on that, right? So we'll see. Um, YouTube TV. YouTube TV is here. Uh, we I think we talked a little bit about it. I've been I've been using it. Um, I think it's great so far. But the big news is that YouTube YouTube TV is now going to work on Apple Apple TV. Great big news. But only over AirPlay. Oh, so wow, <laughs> this is phenomenal. I mean, it's not. So in other words, you, you're not going to be able Apple and Google. They're not going to let you have the, the the thing in your Apple TV. It won't be an app. It won't be an app. Right. But. You can stream it through AirPlay, so you Dang. have it on your you have it on your Chrome browser on your on your computer, right. and Apple Play it to your TV or your phone. Well, I mean, I'll I, take I, it. I won't I won't minimalize or trivialize the the ex- excitement of this, but I mean, before you could only watch it, you know, through Chromecast. Yeah, you know, did you own a Chromecast? Yeah, I did. So I guess now the, left, left in the hotel room. Oh damn! <laughs> the fact that you could now you know AirPlay it you know through your Apple device, I think is cool. But hopefully you know they'll be able to advance and you'll be able to watch it through an app on any device. And I think that's where they're they're leading themselves to go. So yeah, uh, I'm still trying to figure out like my, I, yeah in my new crib, I'm trying to figure out map out my 
strategy for having a a a, 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 a cableless household. Cableless. Cableless. <laughs> I'm, I'm, this this is a cord never household. I'm cableistic. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to figure it all out, so I'm still doing the research. But uh, it's uh, I, you know I, I I what I've come to the conclusion of is. At the end of the day, I'm committed to it, but at the end of the day, I'm not sure it's going to be that much cheaper. Because what do you mean cableless or wireless? I mean, like, which one do you mean? Well, I got to have some sort of fiber to come in and do my to do my uh, Wi-Fi. Okay, but well, you don't necessarily need to see the cable for that, right? No, no, no. What I'm saying is, I want, I don't, I don't want to have a cable box. Right. Okay. Not, not, okay. no, no DirecTV, no AT and T Uverse, no Time Warner. So what? So okay. So what's preventing you from doing that? Well, I, I'm going to do it, but I'm just saying what, 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 I'm, what I'm learning is how I want to get down. The Wi-Fi is going to be expensive. What? What do you mean? It's being smart for the whole house. Yeah, but I don't understand how that that correlates to because you're not paying the Wi-Fi based on the consumption amount. You're paying the Wi-Fi based on the space, right? Well, pays the Wi-Fi and it's, it's the space. speed of which you but want I'm, to download but I have multiple, But I have multiple, I have multiple TVs in the house. You just need Mul- a strong router. That's it. A strong Wi-Fi. Well, I mean, but I want, but we need still, we need the, the most powerful Wi-Fi coming in the spot and it's expensive. You just need your download speeds to be high. So what, 200, 200 isn't good enough for you, brother? I mean, <laughs> I need, I need 200 my shit ain't good immediately. For you. I need 500. <laughs> God damn, brother. All right. Step your game up. The, point, the only point that I'm making is stepping your Wi-Fi game up <laughs> along with setting you up yourself on multiple TVs, along with paying all these subscriptions. It's it's still cheaper, but it's this you know, it's 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 proven to be a challenge, but I'm committed to it. Hey, let's That's go. all. Let's That's go. all I'm saying. Uh, I'm gonna be stealing some of your your Wi Fi. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of the challenge, uh this is a this is a there's a bittersweet story. I don't know how to really say this in a way that, like, whatever, it's going to sound... Well, I'm saying Josh, uh, uh, Zack Snyder suffered a horrible tragedy. tragedy. Um, uh, I think his, his, his daughter um, committed suicide, committed suicide yeah. 20-year-old daughter committed suicide, which is terrible. Oh, yeah. uh, so he's uh, about out of uh, all of the duties of all the DC comic universe for the foreseeable future. Um, and Joss Whedon, who's, who's a newly minted DC person coming over from Marvel, is to take over. Um, that is not, it, it, it's people are like liking it to, you know, J.J. Abrams, how he was able to do Star Trek, Star Trek, Star Trek, and mm-hmm. then he moved over and he's doing Star Wars. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, Joss Whedon's a guy who did Marvel, Marvel, did Avengers, right. great job with the Avengers, and a great job with Ultron. Now he's coming over to take over Justice League. Right. So, as well as the entire universe. Um, this is a horrible thing for for Zack Snyder, and I've, I've been very critical of him, but I don't wish any ill will on him whatsoever and in his family. But I will say, Joss is, um, I mean, also you know, also a bit of an egomaniac. But I think that his his vision, he, I think he's got the right vision between him and and, and Greg, Greg Blanty. I think that this is going to be great. But I, I think, from my understanding, I think yes, yes, it will be great, and yes, it is a, a tragedy. And I'm glad that he's taking the space to be able to, you know, spend time to heal with his family. Yeah. But I think that they are going to still, you know, take the DNA of what he's already created and and kind of stick to that. I don't think it'll be too far off tone wise from what he's already established. As, as a as a leading line, so right. I don't I don't know if it'll be like a like completely variated from you know his style and tone of filmmaking, but I don't know. I do. I I think that like Zach's is you know Zach's is dark. 
I mean, his, visually, his, as, as a as a visual stylist, he just he's just he's got a very specific style, like mm-hmm. cloudy, dark. Mm-hmm. He's a color, his color palette is very gray. I love it. No, you oh, don't. I do love it. Really? We have we have this banter on the show all the time. Like I'm not I'm not I'm not I'm not a fan, but I'm not a, a, in opposition to how he executes. What well, we talked about Superman a lot, right? Right. Superman. You hate Superman, the new incarnations of it. I think it's fresh. I, I I thought there's some really really great shots in Superman and some great moments. I think overall the movie itself was uneven. <laughs> I thought Batman versus uneven. Superman. Narratively or tone wise, and tonally, I think, and tonally, it's a little, I don't know, a little brooding. I don't know. It's it's just this whole Chris Nolanization of the DC comic universe, and Chris Nolan shit was dope for Batman, but everything ain't got to be Batman. Right. So I don't know. We'll see. They they clearly tried to lighten. They got that note, and they tried to lighten the tone for Justice League, at least in the trailers. There's just like ten, fifteen jokes in the trailer. Right. So I mean, we we get it. But you know. We'll see. We'll see how it goes up. I don't know. I don't know. So far, no good between the whole uh, DC D- DC comic universe. Suicide Squad, nope. That was Warner Brothers' fault for meddling. Batman vs. Superman, I bought the three-hour version of that just to see what was up. I watched all three hours and 18 minutes of it. Nah. Hmm. You know? <laughs> I mean, it, it, it was better. Hey, Wonder but Woman, baby. Wonder Woman, Wonder baby. Woman, I, I can't imagine that's going to be anything but amazing. I mean, I'm serious. I can't even imagine. Um, I'm going to skip this Nintendo story because I want to get up out of here. But, like, the thing that is making me the most excited is James Cameron. And Arnold is making a new Terminator and he's bringing back Arnold. This is the best news I've had ever in the history of ever. Now, now, I mean, because one of my favorite films of all time uh, is... um, is Terminator 2, and they're bringing that back the 3D version. We talked about that last week, and but this this is something else. Hey, hey, the the collaboration is in progress. Yes, we'll uh, see, man. I mean, I, I I would I would agree with you. I think it would be pretty fresh to see if yeah. they can come back and and smash it. I mean, I know Cameron directed the first two, um, so to be able to have their creative his creative genius, you know, Arnold's I, Arnold's iconic presence. Um, on screen again with this classic, you know, franchise. I think it would be fresh. It would be dope. So yeah, I agree with you. Sixth Terminator movie. Uh, I know. know. And, uh, and then I mean, well, I'll, I'll run it back to you. Why are, are you not excited about um, Arnold doing the, the bringing back Conan and bringing bringing back? Uh, well, I guess the I guess it would be the sequel to Twins, Triplets. Hey, uh, hey. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, Triplets was always. A script that was floating around there, mm-hmm. like since like the eighties. Triplets is a script that was floating around there, since but the they're 80s. rewriting it and they're rewriting it. Yeah. So yeah, um, and, it's and did be... it always have Eddie as the triplet? Uh, I feel like it did. Uh. I feel like that was that was always the thing. It was mm-hmm. like Eddie was the triplet. So uh, that you know that that, that 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 that's been floating around there since like think about Eddie at his height and how big that movie yeah, was. That would have been cool. That I think it was Paramount. They, they, I think that movie been floating around forever. So they're, they're bringing that back. I, re- I think I read that. Uh, I think Arnold said that in an interview. I, I read that. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and then Conan. I mean, oh, man, come on, bro. I, I love mean, Conan as a kid. Yeah, we don't want to see a seventy-two-year-old Arnold Schwarzenegger. He's gonna be the father. He's gonna. It's gonna be someone else. It, that he's fucking up shit with. <laughs> all right. He'll probably die and pass the torch. <laughs> okay, maybe I'll see that. But 
uh, you know, I don't know if I want to see big, big Arnold, seventy-five-year-old Arnold with a with a with a broadsword. But I mean, him and look, him and Sly are not stopping. Sly's got like three action movies coming out. Hey, Sly's I was, got. I was escape. surprised to see him in Guardians. I, I know. I, I had no idea. And he was like, like, hey, I'm, I'm back. <laughs> like I was like, what? And that 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 uh that group that that's a comic book. That's a crew themselves. And uh, I forget what they're called the uh, the, the not the Reavers, but like, but they they may be a movie. Spin off of them starring mm. Arnold. Right. So Arnold has got like he's and he also got Escape Plan two and three greenlit. So I mean, I mean, yeah. I guess they're getting all of this all this money and what before, before they're eighty. And yeah. look, don't get mad because uh, Clint Eastwood did the same thing. Right. He's way too old now. He's in his he's in his nineties, late eighties, I think. Hmm. But I was ninety. He, I mean, he, he's knocking on the door, but he, he is not doing the action movies anytime soon. He's not doing <laughs> they the might acting have, they might have to CG, CG him. <laughs> so, but but Arnold, Arnold and uh, and and uh, your boy uh, Sly are getting it in. Get still, that money. Still getting it in. Um, Red Dead Redemption Two. So excited! I'm super excited about it. Like I, Red Dead Redemption One. I mean, it's actually it's Rockstar Games. You know, open world. I mean, I'm still, still, still playing uh, Grand Theft Auto Five, um, and it's it's cause, because because you can because it's just a gigantic open world, and, and you can and with the online stuff you can go and rob banks and do all kind of crazy shit. But like, I still love that game, Red Dead Redemption Two, and this ridiculously open map. I mean, Red Dead was one already. It's already crazy because in, in at least in at least in a. Uh, in um, GTA, you're in cars. You can whip around. And it takes you a while. You're in a plane. Right. This you're in a stagecoach. You're on a horse. That's great. Like it's like Westworld. Like if you explore that whole map, you like clicking around the horse. Yeah, you know, you know, I'm excited. That is a lot. That's a <laughs> lot to explore. But uh, oh it's a God. huge map. So it, it'll be definitely a game changer. This will be a game you'll be playing for like two, three years. But uh, <laughs> it looks amazing. It looks amazing. I'm all in. All in. Um, I know that's all I really got. Oh, I do want to say before we get out of here, I did see Alien Covenant. Yeah, uh, thumbs up for me. I did like it. Did you like the Android? Uh, <laughs> I I would tell you about the offline. <laughs> I, I, I think our, our mutual friend uh, uh, Rome. Uh, I think I think that. Uh, you know, <laughs> I think it's a little more nuanced than, than oh, okay. that. I think, okay. I think it's a little more nuanced than than, than than his description. I think they're they're doing something very specific there with that move, although. You know they're making they're making a couple of different statements in a couple of different ways. I've read articles about it. I don't think it was nuanced. I mean, there's been multiple authors that have have spoken to that as them trying to be innovative. In, I'm whatever we talk right, about. We offline. talk about flying, but like I. But in terms of uh, the movie itself, I thought it was it's great, well done. In terms of where it fits in the franchise, I mean, do I really need? Do I need another origin story to the Xenomorphs? Hmm. It's like in Prometheus is like this is where they almost came from. And this was like, up. Oh, this is where they came from, came from. And, I mean, no spoiler alert, but they still haven't drawn a direct line to Ripley yet. So there's still room for, there's still room for a full, another full movie in of there. Of course there is. They got to make this money, brother. Uh, I, don't, I don't know that I'm excited about another full movie about <laughs> how the Xenomorph got to Ripley. I don't, I don't know if I need that. So, anyway. We'll so, see. I guess my question is. I mean, we talked about. I don't know if it was last week or the week before, but in the in your top, what is it, does it does it trump anything in your in your top three now? It's about 
Covenant? No, no, I'm talking about Aliens as a franchise. So I know you said Alien and Aliens were <sighs> for your top two. You didn't care yeah. about three and four. Nah. So does it trump Prometheus? I guess is what I'm asking. Yeah, or it's, does be- it, it's better than Prometheus. But it's not better than Aliens or Alien? Yeah, heck no. Heck no. It's probably the third best in the series. It's, it's, I, I would give it... It might be... As a cinematic experience. As a cinematic experience, it's really hard because Aliens is the original and it's from 1979, <laughs> so it's hard to pair, compare 1979 with 2017. I mean, that's the, like one one to one. A Covenant's a better movie, but you know, Alien is Alien. So there but, it is. So I don't know. I mean, it's probably like Aliens, Alien, Alien Covenant. You know, uh, two three, and then uh, Prometheus, and then who cares? And then probably four, and then probably three is the last one. The David Fincher joint was terrible. Gotcha. Love David Fincher. All right, that's all I got. What else? Anything else? All right, nah, nah, man, we're good to go. All right, well. Uh, I want to hear your review of that and Wonder Woman next week. So we will be. Uh, oh, I'm seeing. Uh, I'm seeing Baywatch tonight. I think. Awesome. So I'm excited about that. <laughs> we'll talk about that too. Uh, where can people find you? They can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Akili Shine, A K I L I S H I N E. Where can they find you? They can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Joe K Braswell. Um, and that's about it. Thank you so much. We'll see you very soon. From executives Kevin Undergaro, Dario Kristen, Tiana Hobson, and the entire BHL staff, we would like to thank you for supporting Black Hollywood Live, the first online broadcast network dedicated to African-American entertainment. For questions and comments, contact us, info at blackhollywoodlive.com. Like us on Facebook, tweet us, or Instagram us at BHL Online. And I am the official voice of Black Hollywood Live, Scipio, Instagram me, at KingXOBay. Thanks for tuning in. Hollywood Redefined. The views expressed here are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of BHL or its owners or principals.